1: So it is happening whether you understand
0: it and like it or not. The phenomenon is moving. The digital You have now joined Jenny from the blockchain and Michael Keane on the NFT Catcher Podcast. Hello.
1: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast, episode 120. It's awesome to have you here. I have a very special guest joining me tonight, Julian Gilliam, otherwise known as Logic, one of the straight up OGs. What's up, man?
2: What's up, Michael King? What's good, Andy? Appreciate y'all having me here on the NFT Catcher Podcast, man. I'm excited to dive into all three things: art and Web3, man.
1: Yeah, it's it's an absolute pleasure. Since the very beginning of my time on Clubhouse, early 2021, you know, l- listening to your rooms and hearing you talk and running rooms, and um, it was always just awesome stuff. I was I was a supporter, you know. We'll talk about your plugs. I I minted them early on, and just. <laughs> I always had so much respect, so it's really good to have a one-on-one here. I'm excited to, to chop it up and see what yeah, your thoughts yeah. are and a lot of the different, all the, all the stuff going on. There's always a lot going on in the space. But first off, I wanted to give you a chance to kind of tell everybody about yourself, what you've done, and then move into kind of your NFT journey.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. I'll just keep it short and sweet. Uh My name is Logic. That's Uh, a K. Uh, I've been in the Web3 space since like November of 2020. That's when I first bought Mana. I got my board ape at .08 Ethereum, uh, so I was in pretty, pretty early. I, I have a background in working in marketing advertising, some of the biggest agencies in the world, like Havas and Leo Burnett, where I started a subsidiary agency called Naomi, which then led to me getting headhunted by Google, where I did two years as a creative director at Google Uh, And then I left Google uh, when I pretty much knew it after i released the plug project back in October of 2020. Uh, Like a space like this allowed for my project to gross my salary and bonus in like two hours of going public. Uh, So something like that where I didn't think something like that was possible or just me having that sovereignty that freedom uh, would be possible until like my 40s or 50s or something. And shout out to the Web3 space for like allowing for me to take a world that I've been building for over a decade and then to just launch it on a blockchain. And, uh, it's been, uh, you know, a fucking amazing journey ever since, it's, man, back in October 2020. It's been 21. a crazy
1: journey. October <laughs> 2020. So you bought, you bought man. That's the central land, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 How'd you
1: get into that? Who, who, how, how that kind of, uh,
2: shout out to lady Phoenix. Uh, I gotta mm-hmm. give lady Phoenix all her praises. Yep. If you don't know who she is, uh, listening to this podcast, you definitely should check her out. It's P H E O, not P. You know, to find Lady Fee. Uh, Lady Fee was the pretty much the catalyst for a lot of people getting into the Web three space. She was she facilitated people's relationship on Nifty Gateway. I think he's like the only person, or at that time, that owned his own smart contract the Nifty Gateway. Strong black queer woman. uh definitely underrepresented in the space, and she was just like, a, she's a pioneer. So. She introduced me into the space on Clubhouse and she was spelling C, like open C out to people like yeah. S E A D I O. And that's when I get on Open and I will only see like 3D renders of cars and trees and stuff. It was a completely different time back then.
1: Yeah, man, I I remember Lady Phoenix. She was only on Clubhouse for like a little bit when I first started because I think she kind of moved on. She really blew up, and like you said, worked with people, and that's that's a pretty amazing story. I know she yeah. like I heard a lot about her from other people, but I never really got. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she she's amazing.
2: She, she actually spoke on stage. She uh, moderated one of my stages at Segoy. Uh, which is a Web3 conference that I created last last year during NFT NYC. It was yep. in Dumbo, Brooklyn. Yeah.
1: Yep. Segoy so was the only. That was the only day that I went over to Brooklyn. That whole week was for, your, <laughs> was for your event, man. I wanted to come support. It was really cool. A lot of artwork when you are walking through, like some bet stuff. Really good panel. And I spoke about it when we did our recap. I can't remember which of the who were the people on there, but it was a really good panel. And then and then I walked out and I was hanging out. There was like a like you know bunch of people smoking joints outside. We were <laughs> hanging out, and my friend Mariana Martins came up, who's friends with Mumba and that whole crew from yep. Clubhouse. You probably remember them. We went to they were having an event at Jason Naylor Studio, and it turned out to be like this awesome day. Just because I for the one time hopped in an Uber and went over to your because I you know oh, I downloaded man. the the passes that you. <laughs> the airdrop for yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and yeah. so and you do a lot of stuff. You you speak fluent Japanese, right? I know.
2: Ima wa mas meaning right now. I'm studying Japanese. Uh okay. I'm not fluent, it's a very difficult language. Uh that but Sounded I do have really Japanese. good. That
1: sounded really good.
2: <laughs> you know, to the naked ear, I could just be saying a bunch of bullshit and you'd be like, yup, yep, yep, <laughs> sure, mm-hmm. sure. Uh but uh, I did see a, a Nihon Jin, which is a Japanese person yesterday. I kind of coined him for being Japanese. And it was kind of, I felt kind of powerful in that moment last night. I got to speak to him briefly in Japanese. He was like, like, looking at me like, yeah. But uh, yeah, I have a Japanese language school for black and brown people. It's a global school. Shout out to Clubhouse uh, for allowing for us to have that market. So we have oh, wow. students globally uh, taking it. And I was able to fund it with money from the plug. So yeah, Amazing. man. Amazing. Yeah, have you been to Japan? yeah I've been I went in two thousand seventeen uh I actually did a project for toyota um, that never ran and uh they gave me i gave me the most money I've ever gotten from a collaboration yeah. and i was leaving <laughs> never I, even ran. Yeah. yeah and i I was leaving my current job uh to go to leo Burnett and uh I ended up staying in Japan for like four months mm-hmm. out there. I just quit my job while I was out there, told him I wasn't coming back uh and just wandered around tokyo kyoto osaka hiroshima and meiji i'm just all over man just shutting the fuck up and watching life (laughs) you know no
1: doubt good for you and that's amazing i actually i was there in january of 2018 and i went i spent a week in tokyo a week in kyoto oh Um, nice really special really amazing places
2: that was my first time experiencing the crypto crash in 2017
1: Oh, uh bitcoin
2: yeah. dropped and uh i was like down to my last dollars because i was just yeah buying 50 dollar lunches every day and i was like i don't know how many 50 lunches i, I got to me. I, <laughs> I went to my bitcoin and it was a half but i was like well
1: right right <laughs> that's hilarious yeah it's it's crazy those crashes are rough man i was it's been rough on a lot of people this last year
2: yeah yeah no, um, no doubt, man.
1: yeah good to hear that's really cool hearing some of your story how you got into nfts and all that We'll get into some more later, but let's, let's talk about some of the things that happened in NFTs. Did you, did you follow the Ryan Carson drama this weekend? Do you keep up like day yeah, to no, day on, on the drama?
2: I, I know as much as I probably so like just the whole idea of, uh, uh, he started, he dropped a lot of names that, uh, did not confirm if they were really yeah. supporters. And I think it was a real bad move to, uh, to misconstrue someone agreeing to do a handshake, uh, tweet with you, uh, code tweet if you will uh versus them signing something on the dotted line and actually pushing for some funds uh it was like just in bad taste and i think just even with the the current state of the market everyone is like really breaking down and um uh going through everything with a fine tooth comb like the things that people say uh, people's business practices and how they like oh there's only 179 slots left it just felt like a big fomo situation Um, even though some of the practices for, you know, getting VC funding and it's okay to get a wide range and get some okays early, it was just the way it was presented. I think a lot of people thought it was icky. I agree. It was definitely
1: icky. Yeah, no, there was a lot to it. So like, there was a little tiny bit of deception where the people that he announced really only were investing 10,000, but everyone else was a minimum of 160,000. He didn't really disclose that. A few people backed off. I saw Luke and Nets, G money. Jimmy Andrew Wang, all backed out of it. I listened to a lot of the spaces of people talking, and then I specifically listened to his on Saturday morning. And you know, honestly, this guy's like—I've already kind of thought it. He's a real smooth talker. He talks through everything, <laughs> Any, anybody that had criticism, he was just like, "I hear you," and then he's like, "Next question, please." Like, he's already got like so the moonbird. The Moonbirds thing was the first time I ever heard of him when he left the yeah. Moonbirds. And people didn't really like that. And that seems kind of weird. I don't think we have the full story on that, but he was describing it and he was just like, yeah, I thought it'd be fun to start a fund. So they were like, all right, well, then they mutually split ways. Like you thought it'd be fun to start a fund. Like, I don't think there's anything, like, I don't know. I don't think there's anything fun about investing other people's money, right? Like I'd be a nervous wreck. Like you're doing it to make money. Did you it, see the screenshots
2: switched. of people uh showing his assets that he had on chain? From and the other... Like well, 80%. Yeah. Like, And then mm-hmm. this is a person you want to... And then also a person who got hacked as well, uh where he just clicked the shitty link. Well, that was him, right? That
1: was... No, that was Kevin Rose. That was... Oh, yeah. Universe. Why their yeah, names sound Rose. phonetically? Yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know yeah. why they
2: kind of like... Right, that, right, right.
1: Uh, they sounded yeah. like... They sounded... Yeah. yeah. Like,
2: oh, because yeah. uh with Carson... Yeah, man, I thought that was very odd. And uh, less Satoshi Goat, uh, which is the dev on Studio Logic team, uh, my homie uh, Satoshi Goat, uh, he really feels jaded about, you know, the moonbirds because his idea of implicit staking came through the plug. And then the nesting of the bird was kind of like something we had created a few months prior. Uh, mm-hmm. So he kind of felt like, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, it's on chain, man. It's on chain and like for people to see it. But uh, it's always nice to be first, like we know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, people do front run if something gets out there. It's uh, <laughs> it's nice to be first. It's nice to be first. Yeah, yeah. Now it, it, you know, there's a lot of weird things. Like he already started the other fund, the 121 G thing, and I don't think that's going really well. They bought like a bunch of Moonbirds at 23 ETH. You know, oh, this really
2: one, like, for that. So he's doing yeah. flux and another one.
1: Yeah, he. So he left Moonbirds to start a fund, and that was 121 G, mm-hmm. raised a bunch of money, and you know from what i saw i don't think that one's doing great and then he's like starting another one he had a company before moonbirds called treehouse that people are saying some weird stuff went down like and he's like such a smooth talker he did his he did his regular daily dose this morning 2000 people in the room there wasn't one mention of the controversy It was all like, hey, everything's great. Like,
2: yeah, like, no one, it seems like everyone just being like a little circle jerk. Yeah. Uh, That's why I kind of, I fuck with uh, the Web3 Expos, kind of the group. I like Uh, that. I like that
1: room. Yep. I like that room. Yeah. They really be asking the questions, man.
2: They be like, y'all just over here. They keep it
1: real. They don't mess around. Yeah, exactly. exactly." (laughs) Frank, we can eat
2: for lunch today, bro. Like, you know, like, nah, man, Uh, we're going to get to the nitty gritty. I think it's all, it gets into this thing where the space can get like, no one wants to step on toes for fear of being like, exiled or you don't get invited totally. to, to the for lack of better words the cookout you know what i'm saying yeah so uh yeah man i just think when we get we continue to see more bad uh play bad players come in and then just people call people on their bullshit i think it'll just make way for the proper builders and uh people that will execute um with their with their soul i intact. so
1: I hope yeah. so. We keep saying we keep saying that, and then the stuff keeps coming up, and like he keeps like doing new things. Like you know, people are gonna stick around them because they think they can make money with flux. Yeah, like even do you know the other fundamental. Other... Do you know the yeah. fundamental
2: difference between flux and the uh, the one eight six or whatever it's called? Yeah,
1: one t- I don't. I really oh, don't. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. they could be like their in interest
2: this. in the things that they invest in, and what are they investing in, and like.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know. I know that flux is going to be giving one twenty one G some of their tokens. Ryan
2: Wait, so said is he
1: that. watching a repeating on this one too? Is is he? I don't know. I can't one. say. I, yeah, <laughs> the one, right, one to give money to that one. Probably. Like, he's just Eighty he percent of your income
2: yeah. is your own tokens.
1: The only one getting rich is Ryan Carson. Who <laughs> <laughs> knows? People also said that he like sniped rare moonbirds. There was accusations of that, but he always uh-huh. doesn't answer. Like, he keeps putting out these threads with answers and like. He's really smooth talker, and even before all this happened, like even hearing him talk, I always thought like he sounded a little fake. Like, like oh, he's like someone will be like, I just rode my bike. I'm like, I love that. Oh, that's so amazing. Like, I don't know, just everything is like that. It is a power,
2: man, to make people you know uh, believe the things you say and to feel warm and cozy around you, and like yeah, uh, you know that's a skill. It's a skill.
1: And I hate to talk too much trash. We actually were close to getting him on the podcast, but like, I just, you know, be honest. Like, it's just, it's just weird. And (laughs) I would like, I wouldn't get too close to that guy. But
2: Michael, we need you to, uh, we need you to expose and let us know what's really happening. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. We have a, no, I mean,
1: I love our community here. And I don't know how many people are in the weeds day to day listening. They might not know. So I'm not going to come on and be like, oh, he just, you know, a little misunderstanding. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Try and be honest, you know. (laughs) And uh, we'll see who we'll see who messages me and says I should or shouldn't have said something. But
2: yeah, because I went to Influx, good. I went to the Flux website uh, yesterday. Yeah. But the only thing you can see is the the application to become a, a VC. So
1: right, I think it they really took really, a lot down. They had all the investors on there at first. Like he had to yeah. delete that tweet. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and they kind of you, like you give you fuck the game. You fucked your pro, uh, your product before you even get started. Like you tainted yeah. in a space where you probably have the most power. But he, I'm yeah. sure he's operating in other circles outside of the Web3 space. He has to.
1: Probably. Yeah, yeah. Probably. He's probably doing all kinds. Who knew, Who even knows? But he, uh, I mean, he had a chance. Like he had these great investors. And if he would have just kept it close to the vest. and But now yeah. everyone's like backing out and they're, it's not, not what it is. The G Money
2: name yeah. got taken off that shit real fast. Lucas yeah, he did. had fucking tweeted, it was like, yo, I didn't sign anything. I didn't uh-huh. send the money. And it was like, after you do that, the person just kind of feels like, I can't trust you with my name. Bro. Right.
1: Yeah, Yeah. other people have these reputations, too. Zeneca put out a thread where he was talking about, like, he was hesitant even from the beginning, and he's like- Did did Zeneca back out, too? He didn't necessarily back out. He's trying to figure out what he's going to do. Zeneca was a little different, because Zeneca is a founding advisor. He's one of three advisors. Oh, yeah, I did. I saw that on there. Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. Even the Flux.Tech backslash invest is protected. It's a protected page now.
1: Wow, yeah.
2: Yeah, wow. Because that used to be the only page you could see.
1: Yeah, they're changing. He's he's, he's figured out he's catching a lot of flack. Because Gary V's name got caught up in there. You know, Gary's not thrilled. Oh, I know. know, right? He's like, yeah. bro, you're... All- yeah, hey, <laughs> hey. Because all these people have their own brands to protect, you know? Yeah, man. They're wow. like, bro, take me off yeah. that shit there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Next, next up on the list I have is Loud Punks. Oh, yeah. I thought that was innovative i i listened to a lot of spaces with those guys Tariq and uh forget the other guy bojo maybe i forget the other guy's name should have wrote it down but uh it's a really cool project the, you know so for people that don't know it's the rolling loud festival they have seven festivals at this point around the world one's in miami actually in my neighborhood you What you get if you minted one of these, it was 1.5 ETH. You get a lifetime VIP pass to every festival that they do, which is huge value if you're trying to go to any of these. 1.5 ETH, about 2400 mm-hmm. um They were going to sell, it was like 5,500 of them, I think. And they ended up at 2435 and cut it off. And then once they cut it off, it started doing really well. I actually know a former ticket broker, one of the guys that's in the – that's in the uh, web three exposed a lot, you know. Do a big Chicago, he's yep, a former yep, yep. ticket broker. Um, my yeah, brother, so brother about he, bought about a, he bought about a hundred of them, yeah. Uh, the uh, loud punks thing, yeah, <laughs> which is like, which is you know, which you, you do the math that at 2400, it's about quarter million dollars,
0: yeah. But he's a real hustler. I
1: know this guy, this dude is super legit. Like even in the ticket space, the guy I worked for used to always compare. Like, yo, Chicago's doing this. What the hell are you guys doing? Like, he would always like, he would always yeah, take yeah. it in the next level above. He, I mean, he, it wasn't a
2: bad buy because the floor is two ETH right now. The so floor is two ETH right, right now, now yeah. On, on, yeah, on most of them.
1: Yeah, and he, knowing him, he's gonna have a way to like sell these and delegate the wallet. Like he's a, like he's a real hustler like that. world he'll, he'll start moving them and bringing in money on them, like. <laughs> Dude's got 700 Yuga assets. Like he's he's Get a baller Yeah,
2: I'm surprised I never ran into him. Maybe I have in yeah. Chicago.
1: You, I, w- I won't say his. I won't say his real name. I know, but I don't think he's doxed on uh, Twitter, so I won't say it. But he he's yeah, friends no. with like Twista. He's he's in on that crowd. He used to run sneaker conferences okay. in Chicago.
2: Yeah. Okay. I probably know if I've seen him or if I have, yeah. Yeah, you, but yeah, no, nah, like I, I saw him on there like, bro, we flipping this shit. I was just, like, yeah, watching, like, I know. I know. We up to something. And this is a 1.5 <laughs> four, like, yo, he played with big yeah. money over the year.
1: Yeah, for sure. Pretty wild. But that's a cool, that's a cool project. Like it's actually what these NFT, these web two brands should be doing things like this, like, like crush it with the utility.
2: Yeah, because the utilities already baked in with something like uh, Rolling Loud, which is like been yeah. on like six years. They've been in multiple cities. People are kind of interested. I saw people kind of breaking it down because when they did the first private sale, that they they blocked trading, like you couldn't sell, so it looked yeah. like there was no activity happening, which people yeah. considered a red flag. But to be honest, man, you know everyone's not having an opinion. Uh, but you just got to follow through with what your heart is set out on because everything's an experiment because you know they have to be the def- I, and because you don't, it's not like OpenSea tells you that the contract is paused or you can't trade. So the activity looked like it was lacking. But like you said, since it's open, it's done, it's done 686 Ethan volume in like a day and a half. So, yep. uh, yeah, it's doing really well.
1: Yeah, it was and slow going. Yeah, right, right. I actually slept on it. I knew I should be buying it, especially like knowing Chicago was buying it. Like I just like <laughs> I was like. I actually texted my brother-in-law and I was like, you know, blah, blah, blah is is loading up a lot of these. You might want to think about it. Who's still in tickets. I'm not in tickets anymore, so I'm not like trying to sell anything. But I I was a ticket broker for 17 years before I got into NFTs. That's what I I did. Yeah. Ticket ticket broker, ticket scalper, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) That's what I did for. That was my profession for until the pandemic hit in early 2020. Yeah. And that's the only reason I stopped. you have a bot or something that scoop up the cheap tickets. And no, bo- no bots. Bots are illegal. No bots. Okay. Uh, people do have, them, but we didn't. We actually started a uh, a software as a service. And as we, first, we built our own program. We had 50 buyers, like uh, people that we would get, you know, word of mouth and bring them in. And I managed a team of 50 people. So it was almost like a human bot. And yeah, yeah, yeah. they would be, they would, we would put out a concert on our website. They would just go to it. They put the tickets they got and we would tell them to buy or pass it. Would tell them what account to use, what credit card to use. Like we had it locked down. Then we, wait. so that y'all were in. like,
2: y'all were, y'all were showing like uh, purchases on your behalf to, so people would be insinuated to purchase tickets.
1: No, so basically. So we would, we would have, we had a website where we would list all the concerts we wanted to buy and what time they would okay. go on sale, the password, and then the, our buyers who were word of mouth, they were friends, friends of family, things like that. They would log into the website and they'd say, oh, cool, 10 a.m. There's a concert going on sale. They would go to buy whatever tickets they got, they would put into the website. And then that would come up to me and I'd have a list of all the tickets. And I'd say, buy, pass, buy, pass, buy, pass. <laughs> and so if they pass, they just kick them back, tried to get new tickets. And we would do that. And it, it it was amazing for us. I mean, it was going really well. And we started selling that to other brokers. That was the SAAS. We oh, turned wow. it into a software as a service. It was blowing up. It was going to do amazing. We were on board, new brokers, pandemic. new brokers. And then the pandemic hit like the worst possible time. Sat, you know, so that's just- Damn, so it, on a
2: ticket, would you come up like a hundred, you like double it or something? You like make a double? Uh, it always depends. It,
1: right? Not not typically. That would be, that's amazing. You know, like yeah. doubling up, a double up is awesome. Yeah. Um, but we would just try and buy so many like Red Rocks, Red Rocks Amphitheater in Colorado. Yeah. That's our, that was our bread and butter. So like we we would sometimes buy that's a 10,000 person venue. We would buy 1,500, 2,000 seats to a show there. And, you know, and even if Bro, you're making 20, 30, 40 a seat.
2: So if you said that's your bread and butter, uh, it's funny because I just went to uh, Denver uh, recently with my girlfriend and we went to uh-huh. Red Rock Amphitheater yep. and we went to go see Train or something. Yeah. yeah, we went to go yeah. see Train yeah, and I bought Yeah, and I bought it. Yeah, and I had bought tickets because I thought it was, I think it was sold out and I bought it on like a secondary yeah. the time I sold it out. or whatever. Mm-hmm. That shit was like $700, bro what yeah bro i got got man because
1: then i went yeah, on the website or whatever
2: got, and i was like wow it was way cheaper and i just tried to get a refund it was like
1: oh nah, uh, yeah you just you <laughs> went to some some site i know it, it's, yeah, it's a I tough like, game bro, yeah it's, tickets, it's 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 tough for buyers to figure it out there's it's if you don't know it's it's definitely tough that's feel, that's that's, that's too terrible. much yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a lot you're like ah 0. 0.45 beats what do you mean, <laughs> it's different that way they yeah, should no, actually yeah, there should actually be a website where people could buy tickets in ETH. You know you could travel with ETH now, uh Travala.com.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, I, I did. I,
1: I traveled and I went to Europe in November, went to NFT London, went to Madrid, and I bought everything on Travala.com with ETH.
2: Oh shit. I'm gonna, yeah, well, yeah, I'm gonna look that up. My friend works for our airline, so I, I travel domestically for free.
1: Oh so uh, that's what's up, on a buddy pass or whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah, I love that uh, when love he that. gets his new job it, it sense international but, uh, uh, uh yeah <laughs>
1: that's one of the best perks in the world when you know somebody like that yeah for, yeah i know yeah
2: next year i'm about to do you interested i was like bro i got the money already ready for you yeah.
1: so <laughs> right right that's what's up that's awesome um yeah so that, that was that was kind of my journey and taking then i took about a year off and then found nfts in yeah, february early february 2021 lucky
2: and then just you Damn. Know, yeah yeah
1: that's what right, I do. Oh, now. You got apes yeah, too. Man. So yeah. Yeah, I want a one, one ape, one mutant. I got my ape. I bought it for 0.8 from Pranksy. You mint it, obviously. I don't no, know, I didn't I don't mean know. It Oh, you didn't mean it. you just got it like after minute. It was still yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. 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 You, got a a nice yeah you got a nice one. You got
1: a nice one with the halo.
2: Yeah. No, I drew the halo. Mine is actually oh, a really ape with just horns. Cause yeah, the oh. horns and the halo don't really exist together. Oh, uh, my halo has a battery
1: pack on the that. side. Yeah, so I, yeah. Okay. Well, I changed, oh, changed. my PFP.
2: Yeah, you changed it. Yeah. I had cool. to start rocking my own art. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: no, that makes sense. Too. You should. Yeah. 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 Love that. So, yeah. I didn't know you drew that halo. I thought that was part of it.
2: Yeah. No. That's I awesome. It. Like even that blue, like, that, that like rich blue. Yeah, I made like that's my own custom. Okay.
1: Yeah. How about that? Cool. Yeah. I should mint it, it actually. Not a, doing no <laughs> doing no edition. I could get right. Some, put, uh, some <laughs> che- put some checks on there and just throw
2: it out. Made <laughs> logic's eight. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I could get away with that too, probably.
1: Yeah. So uh speaking of open editions, we'll move on to the next subject, which is manifold. And obviously yeah. when you when you started you started minting, there wasn't really a tool like that. And there was yeah. open C, but that was a shared contract. What's what's your take on Manifold? And we can get into like all you know how people are using it now.
2: Man, Manifold is uh is like a fucking savior yeah. for creatives, man, or just projects, period. Uh I was fortunate enough to have a developer on my team. Um, like I'm at his crib right now, like I sleep on this couch, am sleeping on his couch right now mm. while I working on a project. But the thing was uh I was so gung-ho and owning my own contracts for everything I did that everything I was doing with my dev was meticulous so those things take a long time to create versus what Manifold allows for us to just release art and release so it allows for me to focus on the big grandiose projects with my developer uh, Satoshi Goat and then be able to just drop art freely with Manifold and still own my contracts without Satoshi having to take time away from the big things that we're working on Cause I was cultivating burn mechanics a year and a half ago, but it just what we were building and what we're building uh, like the game of good and evil. It was like, okay, let's just focus on these things first. Uh, and then I had like a couple brand claps. So what it, do, what it's done is man is just given a lot of freedom uh, for my team and a lot of artists, you know, uh, to not have those shared contracts on nifty gateway foundation also people are finding value and not even having to be on the, the platforms anymore which yeah. is wild right like you sell a couple thousand uh and you didn't even know you can sell a couple thousand on your own contract uh, right know, so man. fucking wild,
1: man it's been wild so, it's been wild for sure and they announced a couple of days ago uh, a fee structure which is like this is super fair so basically it's still going to be free for creators and they're going to charge the collectors. mentors $1 each, right? Yeah. Which is great. You know, they said, do you yeah. keep the doors open? Like, they got to make money. Like, of course, yeah. people always ask. I actually asked VGF that last week, how do they make money? And he's like, well, yeah. I think some of the people do custom stuff, but, like, it's not really clear. Of course, they should. Like, they would have made a quarter million dollars on the Vincent Van Doe one. You saw that one? I'm yeah. sure the, the checks. No, nah, like, I didn't. No, oh, yeah, yes. yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw checks. Yeah, I got put on the checks. Yeah, I got put on the Well, on there's the, the checks, checks, which is the... So Jack Butcher released the checks. He did an open edition. I think he sold, what did somebody say? He sold, you no, know the number he sold, but he did $128,000 on mint. And oh, I wow. think they were like $4 each. So he must've sold like 40,000 of them, 30,000 of them. And then and then he's made 385,000 on royalties for a total of 500,000. Vincent Van Doe, A few days later, then went and made that Pepe green check. Did you see that one that looked like Pepe? Mm. So he sold two hundred and forty thousand of them. Oh my! At goodness. six dollars each.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, he made a, he made over a million dollars.
1: One point six million dollars.
2: Oh my goodness! On a four dollar, yeah. six dollar, yeah. fucking that's amazing.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm I was amazing. actually thinking about that with my team because I, I released the Burn Adventures for free. I was like, damn, I could have yeah, for like.
1: Three dollars on it. <laughs> I know, All right, dude. How many mint? How many minted on that? Forty five hundred. Yeah. 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 And it was familiar. all. And it
2: was all. Um. It was all addresses That's a lot. that That's awesome. I collected. Yeah. And it was all addressed I collected. So it wasn't. I had collected like twelve thousand addresses. manifold only allowed for me to put nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine and forty five hundred oh, wow. minted it in forty eight hours, twenty four hours or something. Yeah. yeah man. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah.
1: I got to turn my noties on. Somehow I missed that. I missed your. I missed your edition. I don't know how that happened.
2: Yeah. It's still something I'm, out there. They're like I'm actually $7 putting,
1: I'm putting them on right now. Noties, are, yeah, noties, yeah. Are, on. noties <laughs> are
2: on. Yeah. I'm working on act three right now. So that should be a okay. figure too. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it's been wild. So that one happened. You probably saw the nest graphics one. That was, yeah, like the yeah, first yeah. One yeah. I really, tried to get in, on, but it
2: was, I keep missing stuff too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tough to, tough to keep up on everything um but a lot of people are you know it's that's it's pretty wild manifold is it's revolutionary for artists compared yeah, to where bro. we were in and you're getting straight out
2: the faucet too it's like yeah, right i drop a link you know what i'm saying people, alpha groups get a hold right. of it it's yeah like,
1: and nobody's scared to connect to manifold which is yeah. really good if you have your yeah, own yeah. website people are might be eh. you yeah. know you don't need to be connected yeah. to everything uh, But manifold has just been Rock solid and what they're doing, like they must be doing so much volume right now, no hiccups or anything. It's pretty. Yeah, amazing. when they when they start
2: charging that dollar, I know it's almost bro. like, like you them. know you build it, yeah, you build it and and you make it frictionless. Uh, so then now it's a proof it's proofed out, um, n- people not going to really care about you know paying that that dollar, uh, to get no. those NFTs, man. No,
1: nah, no one's gonna care about paying that's the gas.
2: Dollar. That's gas fees, okay. man. Right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Barely. Lesson case. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I mean, Rich, Richard, and his team—like that's really impressive. What they, what they have going on there—they're probably gonna just be major, major players. I think OpenSea recently released a bunch of creator tools. I haven't looked into it, but they're probably just copying Manifold. Because, like, I mean, they have to, bro. Yeah, of course they do.
2: They have to. Like, you don't even have to drop on OpenSea no more. Like, you don't know, right. like yeah. you don't even have to think about it. I'm just looking at Opus here right now. I was like yeah
1: oh, just make sure man, up in the... yeah, no. I don't I don't go there nearly as much as I used to. No oh way. really? Yeah not really. I mean I don't I don't I'm not flipping like I was. Like it was I was hardcore flipping all year 2021 2022. But I'm uh I was a diamond
2: hander man. All right. I I'm diamond yeah. hand all the way to the fucking floor.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I just paper, my I was
2: paper hand. <laughs> I was like, it, ha- it worked once with the eight. Let me see if
1: it keep uh-huh, happening.
2: Uh-huh. Uh, I saw my first uh, four figure NFT on the secondary market, uh, which was the tier one coupon stub. I woke up to it being yeah. sold at two point seven. Okay. For some reason, I had like sellers remorse, because um, it's almost it's almost a two point eight ETH. Um, yeah, but you know, I'm like, I got my tier four, so
1: yep. Yeah, I have I have a tier three and a tier one. I've been considering selling that one before it locks up on Wednesday.
2: Yeah, right. And I'm like, ah, uh, do I? It like, it's just so up in the air and it's so unfair because I wish I knew. But then I guess the flipping wouldn't be as fun, I would it?
1: <laughs> it's it's impossible to tell. Like. You know, if this turns into like a mecca, or whatever, like you never know. I don't
2: know. No, you don't.
1: It's nice to take some money when you can. That's that's nothing to shake a stick at. You know, whatever. That is five thousand yeah.
2: dollars or whatever. Yeah, you know? it is. Oh yeah, it was like forty five hundred. I was like, right, right. Yeah, so I'll, tell you,
1: I'll take I'll take my wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, especially this time. Yeah, like I actually I moved a few things recently, just kind of clearing out a little bit. I wasn't selling yeah. for a while. But I was like, let me sell some. If it's got some, if it's like quarter each, I'll just bang it out. Yeah, I
2: gotta move this fucking hate these things that I diamond handed uh, past $30,000 yeah. and didn't sell it. I had 10th offer on it. And I was like, I, I, was, know. You know, I was really in my bag. I was like, I'll just see if I can get a rare one. The 30K, like, what kind of fucking gamble is that?
1: <laughs> yep. That was a shame. Yeah, I, I got rid of mine. I got on the white list for that also and uh, and, and sold mine. Yeah, that's yeah a- I should have sold
2: it. I had a 10th offer, man. I was like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but at that point, 30K was feeling like a piece of candy because everything yeah. was fine off the shelf.
1: I mean the apes were half a million for a while. You know, I got yeah, yeah. I
2: got a 385k offer on my ape, and I was like, wow, yeah. and I'm, am I I'm not really about to press accept. I know, except it's I? crazy. It's crazy. Who am I?
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How am I not selling this thing? Yeah, for sure.
2: That in love with it.
1: The- really? That's pretty funny, man. It's crazy. That was some crazy times. Like it just felt like everything was just. I thought the apes were going to a million. You know, that's what it felt like.
2: They didn't. Yeah, man, that's an interesting ride with this B A Y C thing. Um, I even had like I was advising the Timex team to make watches for the Apes. Did you get one?
1: I didn't get one. I saw that go down, but I didn't get one.
2: Yeah, man, the price is way too fucking high.
1: Hmm.
2: It was like they came out one point five ETH yeah. for a Timex yeah. watch. Yeah, <laughs> right,
1: right. You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. a little high, a little high. <laughs> they should have did it like point one or point and got a bunch Whatever of them to watch
2: out there it. yeah yeah bro that's what you know you know uh we cuz you know you run into stuff like that like porsche i mean you can call it a do you consider that a fail or a win
1: um it's to be determined what they're going to do with it so it's a win for the people that um that minted it because the price is up right let me look right now yeah i mean it's 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 a it's almost a double up if you minted it I don't love the way they uh, they went about it. I don't like that they didn't use their main account. That always rubs me the wrong way. Um, makes it seem like they're a little scared or they're not hundred percent in. But and there was also accusations that they swept their own floor. I don't know if that did or didn't happen.
2: Yeah, man, I wouldn't. That, that wouldn't necessarily surprise me if they swept their own f- uh, floor. Uh, just bought a, got a bunch of different wallets and yeah. you know cleaned it up.
1: Yeah. But I mean it's you know it's holding a nice price is it's I mean it's done 3000 ETH in volume Oh shit yeah but the last like 7 hours ago 8 hours ago there hasn't really been too many sales since then but it's uh we'll see what they do with it if they if they add value to that's another one they had to cut short these days if you're minting a project people mint and then if it slows down a little bit they're like stop the mint now you know everyone wants like the low Finally, yeah like, stop the mint
2: stop the mint that's like the whole what well, I don't want the floor price the floor price to, to go below, below the, the mid price. price that's
1: that gets really bad when that happens yeah
2: but also in my opinion it's like my thing is it's easier to raise a floor if you have good intent than to try to sustain a floor right so it's kind of like if you show and improve if you show and improve the value um then that's I think Cause right now it's like uh, I can't really justify the 0.9 ETH. I mean, it's Porsche, yes, but then it's like m- the 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 world is so big, and it's like, why don't you let people like give them time to get in? Because even like uh, when you look at uh, what is it, the Loud Punks or whatever, mm-hmm. they closed the mint, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, but more people can learn about yeah. this. But I guess I mean, I guess that also doesn't mean that you can't come out with a V2 version of it either. Um, But then that might affect the first. I don't know. People, this shit is right, fucking weird. Right.
1: Totally. No, because you know, it's just like, no, we don't
2: want any more money. We don't want any yeah. more money. We don't want any more VIPers.
1: I bet if the loud um, punks were selling that, well, yeah, the loud punks is kind of you can't have too many because then like how many? You know, it's not really VIP anymore if it's like ten thousand people in there. <laughs> um, but like, I, I always wonder like if they would have just sold that. Not that they should have. Like, I really like what they're doing. But if they would have just went to Web two. And we're like, hey everybody! Like, you know, for um, for twenty five hundred bucks, you can have VIP passes for life. Like, they probably would have sold ten thousand. Yeah. You know, yeah. But it's, it's weird that the people didn't see that value. Like, people that go to the show and buy VIP passes.
2: Did they not promote it to the web two? Community? They did. The, well, oh, okay, okay.
1: Did Rolling Loud? Uh, I gotta look and see. I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know. If, I know because Loudpunks has their own Twitter. Um, and I know that the owners of Rolling Loud were absolutely doing it. Let's see. If you go to Rolling Loud... I'm even
2: looking at the Instagram.
1: I mean, it, their 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 bio says Loud Punks is the future.
2: Yeah, I see. And they had a couple pictures and I think the PFPs or whatever, but... Yeah. yeah. Super Dude, like Dudes made this.
1: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dudes definitely made this oh, one. Yeah,
1: no doubt. So, uh... Let's get it. Let's get into your art a little bit. So we talked about the open editions that were happening. You did an open edition, and but before that yeah. was was the plug, and that was actually pretty. I don't know if I would say revolutionary at the time, but like, so what happens with the plug is, as you hold it a longer amount of time, the juice goes up on the bars up to one hundred percent, which yeah. is coming soon. But if you sell it, it goes back to zero. What's kind of your yeah? Thought on, think- go ahead say. It.
2: Uh no, unless it if it reaches a hundred percent and it locks in. Okay. Uh, and it evolves to so a third and final stage and a stay like that forever on a blockchain. Um, the reason why I created that man was because at that moment, um, I understood the signals like cultural signals, uh, which is why I was I knew the the value of getting my ape at the time. The reason why I understood like why crypto rocks were going for like two point two million or whatever. But at that moment, um I knew that culture co uh uh, Tastemakers and people who actually Pioneer culture had yet to be In the space and this 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 high that everyone was on um, I knew was temporary In the sense that um, It just Wasn't it was like a bunch of people telling us That uh, futuristic Toads from Mars were dope and you know What I'm saying and like everyone buy into this thing uh, So me creating The plug was more so a longevity Play of it takes time To do dope shit um to build things and stuff like that so it was really created for my long-term uh uh people who believe in my long vision my long-term vision uh and for those people who rock with me so instead of just like looking at me as like a liquidity pool it was more so like I'm going to do this the proper the way I see fit and if you picking up what I'm putting down then this is the the joint for you uh so me doing that bought me time uh, in regards to like trying to hustle to stay in place to draw pictures because the market was so uncertain, whereas the plug allowed for people to track and to be patient. Uh, and then the idea of every 60 days uh, that it grows and then to the last from the from 95 percent to 100 uh, percent, there's a gap of uncertainty. I don't tell you how long it it, it takes to get to uh, to to realize its full uh, maturation, mm-hmm. uh, to mature to its as fullest as, you know, potential. Uh, so it's kind of like do you do you paperhand Logic's career? Do you paperhand Michael King's career? Uh when things get hard or things get because you know, the whole idea of this space is like when Lambeau, when this, when can we expect uh our utility to come back? And it's like, yo, just in our lives, man, you just can't clock uh the I tramp from the moment where I was self-proclaimed logic to entering spaces and like people like yo, that's logic. Like I didn't get to choose that. Yeah. I didn't get to choose that acknowledgement. Of so it's kind of like you gotta just keep your head down and do your thing so that's what that's why i created it uh for time patience uh and also for my community the black community uh that the the, the uh, culture of community in chicago because i launched it in chicago first i did a mint a physical mint and i minted 145 of them where i front ended that's a toshi go right there nice uh where uh is he not was he just wearing front, an
1: eagle's jacket is he wearing are you
2: wearing the Eagles jacket, Jack? I think he
1: got his headphones on. Okay. Uh, it was green. Uh, I was like, yeah. I'm a big Eagles fan. We got our <laughs> Super Bowl coming up.
2: Yeah. Uh so I did that really, man, for because I was the first I was a lot of people's first mint. Yep. And at the at the basis, like I think if I was trying to educate uh people that I came w- up with on how to flip and to how to identify value. To a bored ape or a crypto dick but we will fucking get burned because the sense of humor that resonates in let's just say white boy culture isn't the one that resonates where i come from like those things get no play where i come from so at the very least when people purchase my nft for the first time when i send them off into the ether of uh web3 when they before they go buy nfts at the very least you don't have to know shit. it's like well my nft that i got from logic changes at the very least every 60 days What the fuck does this thing do? You know, so I was, I did it as an education component, as a a thing to buy me time. And also I just wanted to create something that resonates with people on the intimate level, like an emotional level of hustling and striving for your dreams. That's amazing.
1: I remember very well when you were dropping that and you did the in real life event first. I remember we were all in clubhouse and stuff. Like I was right up in the mix of that. I remember that very well. (laughs) I have eight of them and I still have them. Get the fuck out. Yeah. I minted eight straight off the bat.
2: Yep, I got some. We got some shit, uh, for you, man. Um, yeah, bro. In a couple of weeks, man. Oh, damn. And the amount of plugs that you have, yeah. the amount of plugs that you have will make the mint cheaper. Uh, so we did it on the threshold, and I'm we can get into it, but it's for the game of good and evil. Uh, so I created a yeah. A let's hear, it, man. Drop. Tell us about it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Satoshi Go and I are creating a game called it's, it's the Game of Good and Evil." Um, and I can share my screen if you want to see it. But uh, fuck it, I'll show my screen. So this is like my—I'm super excited about this one. So we're coming out of a game called Good and Evil, and when we dropped the plug, that was just like us dipping our toe in the water to make sure that it worked, and it fucking works. So this game, uh, we—I I, introduced—if you ever seen it—I introduced the characters Good and Evil on my, mag- I mean, my Time magazine. i mean with my Time Magazine drop that I just did. Uh, so you can see it here. Uh, And then, uh, so what is this game of good and evil, man? Since you're familiar with dynamic NFTs, just imagine your NFT evolves between good and evil, the influence of good and evil every three days, for example, okay? And the idea of this game is to acquire what we call in Grails. Grails are one of ones or small, short editions by me with the the good and evil motif. And then we even have guests from our favorite artists in the space like Gabe Weiss, Garrett Garmo, Terrell Jones, Finn, Uh, my homie 10 bags and they all created pieces inspired by the duality of good and evil Mm -hmm. um so then how do you get these grails also would love for having to have your ape in here as well but how do you get these grails uh so in this game when you're influenced by either good or evil you can do a set of things so let's take that life journey of your nft changing every three days between the influences of good and evil and then you have these checkpoints these states of enlightenment uh, so the highest state of enlightenment being the all-seeing eye, the third eye, and we reduce it two eyes and one eye, right? So the more enlightened you are, the stronger your NFT is. So let's say your NFT is influenced by evil. You can sacrifice your NFT at a trans- chance for a grail. And the more enlightened your NFT is, the higher chance of it has to succeed in becoming uh, a grail. So you gamble it. Now oh, you wow. have a Michael kane ape uh, one of one out of the collection, right? But let's say your NFT fails. When your NFT fails, it leaves your wallet and goes into purgatory. And that'll be a wallet that we created a house wallet. So it'd be like there are 26 souls in purgatory. So let's just take, for example, if you only have enough liquidity to buy one token uh, for the game, there's no way in hell you're going to sacrifice your NFT at a grill, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you've got like a one in 100 chance of getting it. So what we did is when, when your NFT is influenced by good, You can summon or resurrect souls out of purgatory for free, so you can go from having like one NFT to having like three NFTs, uh, or one NFT to five NFTs, depending on how enlightened your NFT is. And then you can also wait, uh, get to the third eye, and you can sacrifice you can sacrifice your NFT for a grill with a hundred percent success rate at at the highest level. And then we're calling my the collaborators deities and things of that nature, and we got some other uh, things we're working in. But this is like the the proto, like just the quick hit as to what we're building. Uh, So then where you come in and as a collector, uh, so we're working on this commemorative drop, still working on the language uh, to celebrate my collaboration with Time Magazine. Uh, And this is where we're going to introduce the game. So which side will you choose? You can choose only one. So I created a good and evil version of my drop of time. And then there's a reward mint system. And this one, this mint system, uh, war system is based on if you have a time pieces piece, there's only 14 of them, or the plug. Uh, let's speak on the plug. So, on a threshold of one plug to six plugs, uh, so if you have one plug, the mint price is 0.055. But if you have eight plugs like you do, then you get it for 0.025. So, essentially, on a scale of how many plugs you get, the mint becomes cheaper. Uh, and then, when you mint, uh, depending on your rankings, you get X amount of tokens allocated to you for the game when it comes out later this year. So, when you mint one of these, uh, since you have uh, eight plugs, and I'm assuming, in they're then you can get four tokens at 0. .025 plus this commemorative piece here. Uh, and then you can also check just so we, you know, want accountability. Uh, so when the game comes out, you can always check to see how many tokens you mm-hmm. have allocated for when the game come out. Because the more tokens you have to play the game, the better chance you have of actually um, getting a grail. Right. So. That is uh a bit of what we have coming up
1: cool man that is there's a lot going on there that's exciting and I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna be a part of that so nah that's cool though so that's gonna be coming when's that gonna be coming kind of soon
2: so the mint for it to get the tokens and the commemorative drop is gonna come in about two weeks time oh, yeah. uh you'll start to see it roll out and then probably mint within two to three weeks of that uh or mint within two to three weeks yep. uh the game is gonna come out later this year yep uh, it's a blockchain, the game of good and evil. We got to be very careful on calling it a game game mm-hmm. more so than a blockchain experience, I guess, uh, because it's not like Dookie Dash or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's more so like everything's on chain. So, uh, yeah, so you will have a prototype done in like six weeks to two months Amazing. Uh, to shop it around to like IPs like Dead Fellows, Alien Friends. Oh, and stuff
0: cool. Like
1: that good. Go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love that, man.
2: Yeah. yeah man. Awesome.
1: Have you been playing Dookie Dash?
2: Yeah, I played a little earlier today. I cracked 126k, okay. I think.
1: With your tier, uh, with your tier 4? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad, yeah. not bad. I've played more than I've played more than I like to say. Uh, I haven't done that amazing, but I have like 163,000 on a tier 3. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> but That's i put a lot of time, I know, I put a decent amount of time into it. And like you got these <laughs> these like pro gamers are at like 950,000 that's like Bro, i'm like i know yeah it must be and going so fast dude, i can't even yeah. imagine because <laughs> you start getting through there it's going so fast
2: yeah yeah right mm-hmm.
1: and what were you gonna say to one guy that guy mongrel or whatever
2: some some person i think they were like identified one wallet for like taking over like they just came out of nowhere yeah like four out of the top spots.
1: right that's mongrel he's like yeah. he's like <laughs> he's the number one fortnite player in the world apparently that's fucking nuts. Which is I'm like, what is this yeah. guy's doing that I'm not doing? know. Using? Oh, he, those guys. First of all, he probably has like this mouse that's like super sensitive. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even. Know. Yeah,
2: yeah, no. I, or, so, said, I know some hey, people no. are using
1: video game joysticks. Like, it's uh, but it's it's actually kind of cool that somebody like that who's legit in the real gaming world is playing this, and probably people are catching wind of it. Like,
2: yeah, no, for sure. Right? because there's money on the other end. Exactly. If you get the fucking highest one, yeah. that's at minimum a million dollar. That's exactly
1: right. And if he gets it, Hey, I just played this NFT game and won a million dollars. People are going to be like, Oh shit. Cause like that. They know yeah. dookie
2: dash knew what they were doing. Yeah. Knew no, they knew No, I doing. mean,
1: they, yeah, they must've known like that was that it's, it's working out really well with dookie dash. It's fun to play. Yeah. Like I've played a lot. Of it um, I probably will sell my tier one. Probably tomorrow or Wednesday morning. I mean,
2: it's 2.8 right now.
1: Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah that's not bad. No, it's not. Yeah. Might as well stack it up a little bit. Um.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. I had seller's remorse, man, for a couple of hours. I was like, what do I <laughs> yeah. do? Do I buy back in?"
1: Dude, I have seller's remorse on a bunch of stuff. There's nothing you can do about that. You know, it's because uh, like. Do I just give them $4,500 back? Right, or- right. Should I just buy one now? Yeah,
2: exactly this little ticket stuff thing. Oh my you know? God. It might change, turn into a, a Mecca for a dog. A right. Crypto, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, and it's, it's probably going to be,
1: it'll end the one you had, will end up being like a gold Mecca. That's worth like whatever, you know, Bro, and,
2: you know what I'm <laughs> saying? that's what I was like. And then it might just turn, be a lump of coal for your, for your plot of land. Or yeah, exactly. You
1: know, right. Like, I know they haven't dude. really said that. That happened to me with my dog. I sold the dog pre-reveal for like, one ETH or something and it ended up having laser eyes and it was like a real nice one. Yeah. I want to go look for that tier one back. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying?
2: Um,
1: huh. nothing you can do about that. It. So uh nah. uh a couple more one or two more things. I won't I won't keep you all night. We've been going for almost an hour now and I appreciate your time. If you gotta go you can roll but if you want to chat it up for a couple more minutes, I got it yeah, in Yeah no we're good. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Um. So have you been messing with AI art? And what do you think about AI and what's coming and, and, and art and all that?
2: Yeah, I use ChatGPT and uh, I use Mid Journey. Yep. Cool. I actually bought a – I use up my whole free thing going uh, for Mid Journey. Uh-huh. I actually bought an account. Oh, good for you. I got an yeah. account for Mid yep. Journey. I use it for comps, man. I use it for – because I'm building a bunch of worlds and I'm building a lot of things very fast. So I use them for referencing – reference items so i'm doing this thing where i'm mixing like futuristic like cyberpunk and like uh uh, cyberpunk and um uh, blade runner but also like mix it with like the 80s 70s culture of like brick phones and pagers and like analog shit but futuristic analog shit so i'm like playing in this like this nice world so it helps me like instead of just trying to like really hone down on like scale of buildings and structures and things of that nature i'm like using it for just reference material futuristic cars and stuff like that so uh it's been great I, it's been great uh and i think it, like when we start getting into film so i got my degree in film and animation so like even when you're doing like let's say for instance you got some paintings on the wall in the house mm-hmm. you wanted to look pretty as a as a production man as a product designer it's like get a couple of high res, you know what I'm saying? And now you got some something bespoke in the, in the crib that no artist owns. Yes, it does cut artists out, but it's just something powerful in that, especially when you get into like student films and stuff like that. Uh, they got powerful printers at the schools. Uh, but then also like Chat GPT, I use it uh, to help with languaging mm-hmm. uh, to make things more clear. Like I'll write, something out and then i'll just put in chat, chat gpt and i was like make this more clear or make this more succinct or make this like an art you know so then it helps me like and i'm streamlining this stuff i even had it write a bio about me like write a bio yeah. about julian logic billion. it was like it fucking it, knew who i was really? bro. yeah because i got like a lot of things yeah i, I guess and it just
1: went out there and look that's there. wild
2: Yeah, and it was like in reference to how like the, my style or like where i Pull my inspiration from. Really? I was like, what
1: the fuck? Uh, I'm gonna try me. I'm sure it knows it'll be like who. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, I use. It. I think it's amazing, bro. Especially yeah, me too. I, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, I try and ask everybody saw, about it yeah. to see what see what they think. I mean, there's definitely some like there's some artists that are a little hesitant, and like like some people say that the the art takes stuff from other artists. There's even like, a couple lawsuits out there, but. In general, like AI is incredible. I use Chat GPT for everything too. I write emails with it, like whatever. I write stories for my kids with it. I've told this a couple of times on the podcast, but like I'll be sitting with my little girls. I have two five year old girls, and we'll be up in their bedroom getting ready for bed. And I'll be like, what do you want to hear a story about? And they'll talk about unicorns and they'll give them names. <laughs> and I'll put it into Chat GPT and it'll write this whole story that's like, and it's like uplifting and positive, and it's, it's, crazy, like, it's crazy, right? <laughs> it's crazy. Yo, it's fucking wild. It's man. pretty
2: wild. I even used it. I prompted. I prompted uh, ChatGPT to help write the Burn Adventures story. Um, mm-hmm. Just like, but I, I wrote the story and I wrote the premise and everything, uh, and I just kept massaging the state of it, the the location. Um, and even when I homage Quentin Tarantino, I was like write it in as if so. I like prompted all the characters and gave the premise of what the world I'm building, and then I was like write this like a script. Yeah. And then they wrote it like, and I was wow. like write it like Quentin Tarantino would write it. And then and because I homage Quentin Tarantino, and I was like, oh, okay, this is fucking yeah. And I and I updated it personally. You know, I went in and but yeah bro it's fucking that's
1: nice. amazing that's pretty cool you know the 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 thing about it now it's it, sometimes it's it's unavailable it'll be like we're too busy or, oh yeah it's like, like i'm like middle, you early bastards in the day. you know right <laughs> like what kind yeah, of it's I'm free fine. it's like the greatest thing in the world it's free and i'm getting mad that they're like too full they they passed a hundred million unique users in in that's like two crazy. months or something yeah I heard they
2: uh, had to give teachers like a special like, back door to. There is. To, they to can put, the put it in and, and see. Yep.
1: But then there's another website that you can put your Chat GPT output in that changes it so it doesn't, so it can't tell if it's. That's yeah, crazy. there's <laughs> always people one step ahead of the game.
2: That's, yeah, nuts. it is nuts. Can dude. You, can you imagine all the teachers at university and high school is like, we yeah, colour red.
1: There's a thing. You know, and... the, eventually they're just going to have to be like, you know, AI is going to be the way people create things because like you used to not be able to use calculators in school. Now they're like, why the hell not? Cause it's, it's an everyday tool. Yeah.
2: But the thing is, the thing is, uh, man, uh, Satoshi go and I were talking yeah. about the other day. It, 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 takes people away from there's some, there's power in knowing how to learn. Like if
1: you don't, yeah, I think you're kids right. are going
2: to really get into this point where you don't know how to figure shit out. Well, that's the like, truth. You don't know how yeah. to,
1: yeah that's the truth i mean think about directions we used to have to i don't know how old you are you're younger than me probably i'm 43 i'm 33 young buck young buck but i used to go i used to have to print out map quest directions and before that i remember i I don't even know how people got around they had actual maps in the car you know trying to (laughs) figure out where to go now people don't even know how to get for their house like i have a cousin she's 19 years old she barely knows how to get from our house to her house if if you don't have directions like that's crazy, yeah.
2: Totally dependent. Yeah. That's why when the internet goes, if the internet right goes the internet goes oh, totally, the world, people I mean, we going still be fucked, right? Yeah, right. But people,
1: yeah. it would be but anarchy. Five years uh-huh. it's not
2: it'd be fucking ridiculous. uh
1: uh-huh. Right. Five years, 10. Yeah, exactly. People have no clue how to do anything, they won't be able to. Oh, my Walmart app's not working. I can't order food, you know. Like,
2: right? Yeah.
1: I know, it's man. It's pretty wild. So uh before I, before I let you go, I want to give you a chance to shout out any kind of artists that you think needs some some uh, yeah. you know some 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 light, shine some light. And I have one too, and it's actually very apropos after some of the events today. But I'd love to hear yours, As an independent artist. We always try and give shout outs.
2: Yeah, no doubt, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I want to shout out my homie Wahid Zai, of course. A.K.A. awesome. Ha- we had we had Wahid on the show.
1: Wahid's one of my favorites. We had him on the show. Okay, yeah. nice, yeah. nice.
2: Yeah, I just. Talked to him on the phone a few days oh, ago. Oh, cool. uh, Yeah, shout out to my bro Terrell Jones. Okay, he's been doing.
1: He's been. You know who that is? So I remember Terrell from Nifty Gateway, right? Early on. No. no. no okay. No, then no. I uh, was. Wait, did he speak? He's doing. Did he speak at your at in Brooklyn? Yeah, he did. Uh, that's the panel yeah. I saw. That's that's how I yeah, know the name. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going
2: fucking nuts, bro. Okay.
1: I, like, we follow. We follow each crazy. other. We follow each other here. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember exactly I'm, who he is yeah. now. Terrell Jones. People yeah. need to go check him out. His
2: profile picture is actually from Segoy. Yeah. yeah,
1: I, That's the uh, panel I was on. That's how I found out about him. Followed him. He followed, followed me back. I just, I mixed up the names with, uh, yeah, there's bro, another guy, one, the Trevor Jones or something from Nifty Gateway. That's, uh, okay, I think so. Yeah. that's why I got mixed up, but yeah, he's awesome for sure. I was really, yeah, I was really I'm impressed out, with
2: him. Um, yeah. He's his, as of like the past three months, just fucking nuts on the internet. Uh, he doesn't stop. Shout out Mumbot. That's the homie. Of
1: course, she Mumb- works. She loves this shit. Yeah, Mumbot's one of our one of our best friends of the show. She did our hundredth anniversary um, poap. She's been on twice. Love Mumbot to death. Oh Mumbot, shit. Yeah, yeah, Mumbot's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's, my... yep. yeah, that's, that's cool. Homie, oh, I love. I mean, we run I, in the same circles, yeah. obviously. For the whole <laughs> days. I love that.
2: Yeah, man, he's like he's like people I know IRL yeah. too, that I have the pleasure. Oh, that's so IRL. cool like, to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, I was with Warhado last night. Oh, yeah, um, yep. yeah. Taylor. Okay. I was with Jr. Jr from Oniforce. I was with him last mm-hmm. night. I was with Emily Lazar. That's me yeah. too. No, Emily Lazar um, very well. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. Uh it's a lot of stuff, man. I got a shout out to my homie Goldie from Chicago, Tawan Jones going crazy. So it's just like a lot of pockets, man. Yeah. Uh of just amazing artists and projects like even Naveen and them over at Yat, bro. But I just love the what the I just love what all the artists are doing. Finn, Finn is going crazy. Yeah. I love Mr. Brian Design. Yeah, he, Mr. Brian, they show up, awesome. up and show out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's just really, man. I just love the the space of just all the artists coming together. I feel like I, I I'm not missing like a ton of people, like ATM and like uh, this is a girl named Nia who's dope. N-I-A-H, and uh, Imani and Call Me Latasha or Latasha. Um, yeah, man. I just can't put my finger on it because it's just it's just the space is just radiating with love and support and you're just seeing a lot of artists get with their old stones organic. And I'm just saying names at this point, but I love it, bro. Yeah. That's awesome. I know you
1: shout out a lot. That's great. So when, when people hear that and I always get messages, thanks for introducing me to this person. Thanks for introducing me to that person from the podcast. So some of those, like the people that are listening will go look those names up and you never know who will find somebody they they resonate with. Uh, One, an artist I want to shout out. His name is Olik.eth. O L I K and I came across him this week in a Twitter space um and he's actually from Turkey and I was actually planning on doing this but then obviously this morning there were those horrible horrible devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria um I'm sure you saw that uh, we don't even know the yeah. we don't even know the devastation yet but Olik so he creates these images and he calls it Memento Mori Remember that we're going to die. Remember that we're mortal. And it's like oh, wow. they're kind of images of everyday life people in an elevator, people at a party, people playing checkers. But always one person is a skeleton in the image. And it's like these black and white, lots of pen marks. Like you said, Olik,
2: O L I K, right? O L
1: I K dot ETH on Twitter.
2: Is it? It's not Olik again. Is I'm going
1: to. No, I'm gonna. Oh, I found it! I found it! I found, I'm it. I found it! I'm gonna send him. Memento Mori. Yeah, that's him. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I found it Well, black and white sketches. Yeah,
1: like just really cool. Like I really, really enjoyed it. Enjoyed the the meaning of it, and uh, and we messaged oh, we messaged really a little good. bit back and forth, and it seems like a really nice guy. And then and then obviously I actually need to check in on him now because of what happened in Turkey today. Like it's watching the that footage has been coming across of the they look. I heard that 6,000 6, buildings collapsed approximately in No, the fuck. Yeah,
2: man. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures in this. Isn't that pretty cool? Was it an
1: earthquake? What happened? Yeah. Two major, major earthquakes. 7.7, 7.8. 7.
2: A lot of people died, bro. A lot
1: of people died. It's really bad. I guess it hasn't been- too... 6,000 buildings? That's what they said. And it happened in the middle of the night. It was like freezing cold. It's really bad really really i'm like
2: looking at these pictures they look like these these buildings are flats
1: yeah oh yeah there's 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 video of them actually collapsing during the second earthquake and um there's a castle that has six thousand years of history that the romans rebuilt 2200 years ago that collapsed yeah really bad really nasty uh Sibal is from turkey we had her on the podcast also if you know her on twitter and she's been talking about it a lot Palau. Sabal, S-I-B-E-L-A-L, S-I-B. Yo, Olik is dope, bro. Yeah, right? S-I-B-E-L yeah, he, so, he only has
2: 649 followers. I know.
1: Yeah, like I heard him on a Twitter space. Um, so, you know, just checking it out. And I was like, wow, it was really good. I gave him a follow. He followed me back. He messaged me. We chatted for a little bit. And uh, he's got like some stuff on Foundation. Yeah, he's really cool. Really? Yeah, really. Man. There's so much talent out there. I wish I had a. Yeah, t- I wish I had a little tiny bit
2: of that. Uh, no, man. You can just start drawing stick figures, becoming the king of stick
1: figures. Something like that.
2: Yeah, I got people. This this space is really. I love it, man. It's just wild. Like people really be breaking down. A person really dig your art. People,
1: yeah,
2: uh, create. They write dissertations about your art and like I
1: know. really
2: try to figure it out. <laughs> like people just digging on my stuff, man. Browsing your art, are you going like in their screenshot and they're screenshotting like what does this mean and like. It's a, it's really empowering, man. I, shout out to Web three. Shout. Somebody just added me like five minutes ago, bro. One minute ago, Constantine. Shout yeah, bro, out to
1: Web three. It is, it is wild, man. You know, it's a wild space. I'm on a podcast with
2: Michael King.
1: That's you know right, what i That's
2: right. <laughs> I, mean, I appreciate you giving me the time and space, bro, uh, to talk my shit and to, you know, share what I got going on and share what you got going mm-hmm. on. And just to talk about the space in general.
1: Man. Yeah. And that, uh, the yeah, the pleasure is all ours. It, it's been a long time coming and uh, hopefully we'll do it again sometime. Cause I really appreciate you. I've always had so much respect sitting in your clubhouse rooms and just, it's always, it's always been a pleasure the way you handle things, handle yourself and you know, Everybody had, always had so much respect for you. You could tell in those rooms, like, you were the man. It's, it's awesome to have you on. And uh, hopefully we'll connect again sometime soon in real life. And you're up in Chicago. You're oh, yeah, most Chicago, definitely. right? No, I'm in L.A. right oh, now. Oh, you're in L.A.? Oh, good for you. Okay, okay. Doing
2: yeah, a yeah, project. yeah, yeah. I'm oh, in L.A. right okay. now. That's what's up. Yeah, That's what's yeah, up. yeah. No, I I'll I will reach
1: out to you uh, next time I'm in New York. Are you in New York, I'm, right? No, I'm in South
2: Florida near Miami. Okay, uh, next time I'm in Miami. But also... I'll reach out to you just like with the prototype with the good and evil. Yeah, stuff please do. Take Definitely. I'd uh, love to get your eyes awesome.
1: on it. Awesome. Well, yeah, great man. chatting it up. This is a really good conversation. And uh, best of luck yeah, man, with the new it. drop and, and everything you got going on. Have fun in LA. And uh, Appreciate yeah, man. it, man. We'll be chatting soon. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. See you on the next one. Peace. Peace.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.